Coming up, we're talking World Short Track Championship, improvements coming to Fairbury, the Flow Racing Elite Models. I've got a weird hard charger stat for you and more. Today is Thursday, October 28th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Tonight was supposed to be the season finale for the Flow Racing at Night in America Late Model Series, but as is probably fitting, the race at Tri-County Racetrack in North Carolina has been canceled tonight because of impending rain. The series did end up completing seven of the ten originally scheduled events, but if I counted correctly, races were affected by weather no less than 11 times this season. That's just absolutely crap luck. In the end, Jonathan Davenport was crowned series champion over Kyle Larson. That was clinched last week at Volunteer Speedway in Tennessee. Davenport ended the year with two wins and takes home the $20,000 title. Other drivers with flow wins in 2021 included Devin Moran, Larson, Bobby Pierce, Brandon Shepard, and Jimmy Owens. While it won't be a sanctioned race, Tri-County promoter Ray Cook is considering uh, rescheduling the Tar Heel 50 to a later date, so keep an eye on Tri-County uh, for that in the future. Elsewhere tonight, the World Short Track Championship gets underway at the Dirt Track here in Charlotte. Nine divisions of racing will be in action with Street Stocks, 604 Late Models, 602 Late Models, UMP Modifieds, Pro Modifieds, Mini Stocks, Hornets, Sportsman Modifieds of the Northeast type, and Pro Stocks are all on the card. Drivers will compete for more than $120,000 in prize money, and it's not uncommon to see car counts around 300 for this event. This weekend is a really great opportunity for some of these competitors to be on a big stage, as these weekly divisions don't often get as much attention. This weekend won't lack for star power, though, as the late model divisions often attract names like Ross Bales, Kyle Bronson, and others. And we've even seen Brandon Overton and Jonathan Davenport at this event in the past. And David Stremme and Matt Crafton and others will be in attendance in the modified ranks. Tickets and pit passes for the event will be available at the track, but if you'd like to watch online, Dirt Vision will have live streams of all three nights. Keep an uh, eye on things tonight, though, as that same weather that affected the Flow Racing Show is expected to be in the area here as well. The forecast does look much better for the rest of the weekend, though. For more info on the event, visit dirtcar.com. If you're near Charlotte or around here, this like next two weeks of racing is really fun. You've got the World Short Track with all of these kind of more local divisions coming up this weekend, and that leads in next weekend to World Finals. So uh, a lot of great dirt racing to come here in the Charlotte area over the next couple of weeks. Fairbury Speedway in Illinois is definitely one of those can't-miss racetracks on the schedule each summer, and things for 2022 are getting better. Track president Matt Curl announced yesterday some staffing changes along with some facility improvements and some more money on the line through the year for racers. Gunnar Sullivan and Roger Stryker are joining Curl's staff while track prep guy Chad Bauman will step away from his weekly duties into an advisory role. The track is also adding a new ticketing center, media center, first aid station, business center, and hospitality area. All of those will certainly add to the track's stature. And the schedule will again be strong next year with the Summer Nationals coming through on June 18th, the Prairie Dirt Classic for the Outlaws on July 29th and 30th, Spring Shootout on May 14th will pay $30,000 to the winner, and the Faust Frenzy in October is adding a $5,000 bonus if a driver can somehow sweep both features. 
This is all in addition to the weekly racing that happens at the track through the season. A full schedule for the track will be available soon as well. It's really great to see Curl and his staff making big investments at Fairbury to not only the facility, but the schedule of races as well. It's already a great racetrack with some great events and things are only getting better. For more information about the track, visit FairburySpeedway.com. And some sprint car team news from yesterday. It was re- uh, revealed that past Lernerville track champion Carl Bowser is teaming up with George Hobaugh to campaign cars in 2022. The new team will debut at World Finals next week with the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series. Bowser will utilize the number 11 and Hobaugh continuing with his familiar number 40. The two drivers could potentially run different schedules next season, but I'm sure you'll see them plenty through Ohio and Pennsylvania. Places like Lernerville and Sharon Speedway have been regular haunts for both drivers. Looking at the series points page at dirttracker.com, we've got just about most of the big championships wrapped up for 2021. Uh, We already officially have champions for the All-Stars, Lucas, Silver Crown, ASCS, and the IRA. Both World of Outlaws series aren't officially done yet, but Brandon Shepard and Brad Sweet are on their ways to the titles. We know Brian Wiedemann will win the Power Eye Midget Crown, Dominic Selzy is close to the King of the West title, and Matt Shepard will be the Super Dirt Car Series champion. With just weeks left in this season, only the USAC Sprint Car and Midget Championships are really in question at this point. Brady Bacon currently leads Kevin Thomas Jr. by 64 points with the Sprint Cars, and Chris Windham and Buddy Kofoid are locked in a tight one with the Midgets. They're only separated by 13 points right now. Each of those uh, series still have several races left and will be well into November before we have resolutions. This midget fight feels very similar to 2020 when the battle between Wyndham and Tyler Courtney went all the way to the end. I feel like we'll probably be here again as well. This championship thing, I sometimes feel like I'm the only one that cares about the dirt racing championships. I know in the open wheel world, it seems like a much bigger idea. And we've talked about this before on the show, but the, the late model stuff just doesn't seem to be as big of a deal. But uh, I'm going to keep paying attention to these things. I think it's uh, important uh, to to kind of see how these things play out over the course of the season. And I'm going to continue to track these things and keep an eye on them because I think there's a lot to learn here and, and a lot to pay attention to in terms of season-long storylines and things like that as well. Before I close out today, I've got a bit of a strange stat for you. I keep track of hard chargers for the 8 series in the dirttracker.com analytics database. And I recently put together the averages for all of those series. Between the eight, we've got sprint cars, both winged and non-wing, late models, silver crown, and midgets. Formats vary as do race lengths. So so different racing, different cars, all of this stuff. But incredibly, five of the eight have nearly identical average hard charger gains. The World of Outlaws sprint cars, all-stars, World of Outlaws late models, USAC midgets, and USAC sprint cars all have average gains in the tens. More specifically, we're looking at averages of 10.8, 10.81, 10.85, 10.98, and 10.06. The average Lucas charge is 13.44, the Chili Bowl is 15.22, and Silver Crown is 13.87. I think those three latter ones can be explained by the longer races. Lucas and Silver Crown obviously have a lot of races that are 100 laps, easily gives you a lot more time to get to the front. And the Chili Bowl, a much smaller sampler size, uh, sample size there, but plenty of laps in those Chili Bowl features to get guys to the front. The others being so close together, though, is a bit wild. Uh, so if you take a look at this, if you want to grab that hard charger bonus next season, if you're a racer, you're going to have to find a way to gain at least 10 spots to have a chance. But I'm not sure what the explanation is for why they're all so close. 
you'd think there would be at least some variation, especially when you're talking about different divisions of cars and different race lengths and all of those types of things. But interesting to take a look at nonetheless. There are two items on the streaming schedule today. Dirt Vision has night one, like I said, of the World Short Track Championship from Charlotte, and Flow Racing has Flow 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Coming up tomorrow, we'll get you into the racing coming up this weekend, including two shows for the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars and Sprint Car Action out in California for the King of the West Series. There isn't a ton of late model action on tap, but what there is available, we will run you through that as well. So that's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.